With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Live. Live the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So we'll get to our upset special picks in a couple of minutes, but I got to tell you what happened to me today, Mike, at the dog park. Not the dog track, okay, the dog the park. Do- well, I mean, if the dog dog track would have been even at a- the more dog interesting. What? How depressing is that phrase? You know, I was out at the dog track. That just. Have so you never been to dog a dog track? track? No, yeah. I've never been. To, never been to a dog. Oh, track. it's fantastic. What goes on at a dog track. No, it, it's a do- dog races. The dogs race, and you bet on them. No, that's not legal, right? It sure used is. to be. You can't fight them. You you, can no, no, no. They're just them. racing. They're just racing around. They yeah, chase after legal. a fake rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, they put a, they put a rabbit on the on the rail and it yeah, goes all the way around. Yeah, it's a rabbit that zips the around. You guys say hi to Michael Vick. The dog. Oh, see, we weren't going there, but you decided to go there. We, it was too soon, too soon. Uh, so I go to the dog park today. I go to the dog park today, and I'm sitting down, and you know, I'm letting Benny play, and Benny plays with all the dogs, and I decide, okay, now it's time I can get on my phone and call my friends stuff because you know Benny's pretty self sufficient. When when he sees friends, he loves it, loves it, loves it. So I call one of my friends, and he's a big Steelers fan. And I get his voicemail, so I just leave a crazy message like I normally do. You talked do. about how much you hate Kenny Pickett. I, I Kenny know. Pickett yeah. stinks. And I said, I just said, oh, hi, this is Cooper Cup. I just want to let you know I'm going to catch 75 passes on Sunday, and uh, we're going to beat you guys by 20 points. I'll talk to you later. And you might friend- be able to get him to do that on Cameo or something. Oh, I could be. I could be. So I just leave that, and I and I hang up, and, and, and uh, that's because my friend knows it's me, and he'll call me back. And I'm sitting, I'm sitting on the bench, and all of a sudden, the guy, there's a guy sitting about, I don't know, five feet away from me. And all of a sudden, he goes, uh, "You're not, you're not really Cooper Cup, are you?" And I said, "Go, oh man, dude, God bless you for thinking I was Cooper was the Cup. Guy blind? Wow. Guy blind? Well, I was wearing a hat, so there was that. Yeah, because that, because that, yeah. that solves it all. I was wearing a hat, and I was sitting down." 
So yeah, I could see where I could be mistaken for Cooper Cup. Really? Yeah, sure. No. Why not? Hey, when Jason, I'm sitting down, when I'm sitting down in a movie, sometimes people go, "Hey, Cooper, can you move up?" Now, yeah, sure, no problem, no problem. And they met Cooper Manning. You know, and, and, uh, now, and the thing is, it's not like I was dressed like in Rams gear, like I was wearing a Cooper Cup jersey or anything. The guys, you know, you're not really Cooper Cup, are you? And I say, hey, dude, God bless you for thinking I'm Cooper. Well, but Cup. he heard you screaming that. Yeah. Look more like, like Aaron were... Donald than Cooper uh, Cup. <laughs> Aaron, that's okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Do I have Aaron Donald's money? I want Aaron Donald's money. That's for sure. I want that. No, no. And they're not uh, very smart at the dog park, are they? Boy, I got to say, I want to go hang out at your dog park. I should have said, yes, I am. Yes, I am, and you can take this to the bank. We're going to beat the Steelers by 30. Bet everything you have on it. Bet your house. And you tell them Cooper Cup told you, you to bet that. You, you, you turned, you winked at, at him and park. said, number 10. Uh, they, oh they, they give out free ayahuasca at the dog park. Well, I did I did tell him that. I did tell him. It's funny you say I did tell him. I said, well, 10 was my number. And you know when I when I played sports because it was, and he was like, oh. And at that point, he's like, I just don't want to talk to this guy. I, now I'm embarrassed, and I thought it's Cooper Cup. So we talked for a couple minutes about football and everything else. Did he pull out a football ring? and want you to run a route or two? But I was for like, him? hey man, I got good. Hey, hey, I got good hands. I always had Watch good hands. Throw the man. football over that mountain right there. Uh, no, no, no. You, I always had good hands, man. I was, I was possession Watch receiver. Pick up this dog poop. I you got great hands. <laughs> Hey Cooper, once you go get that dog poop from the ground and go, let me see, let me see how dexterous you are with your hands and throw that away. So the dude thought I was Cooper Cup, man. That's, that's pretty cool. That's, that's pretty good. I'm like, yeah, I'm Cooper Jason, Cup. stay away from dog parks with people that are doing drugs, okay? Oh, I could have taken a picture with him and he would have put on social media, hey, guess who I didn't do at the dog park? Cooper Cup of the Rams. How did you not run with that? I don't think that guy's eyes work too good. Yeah, you should have taken that as far as you possibly could. Well, because I was just so pleased that the guy thought I was Cooper Cup. No, I was... Buddy, that was, you know, something for America's Funniest Home Videos nah. getting called back to Carlton. Yeah, did well, he look or, like or Steve Buscemi a... from Big Daddy? No, he didn't. <laughs> People to kill. Cooper Cup across the Hello, teens. Well, look, there, there's, there's times in my life where I feel like, man, if I had just been more ready for anything at that moment, uh, I would have I, I would have acted differently. But I wasn't expecting someone to say to me, are you aren't Cooper Cup, are you? So, I mean, I, if I thought I could get... Like, if I thought maybe I looked like him and I said Cooper Cup, but, well, yeah, okay, I, but, I, I mean, you had the opportunity that, you know, that was going to happen since you were heard screaming it into someone's phone. Yeah. I think that I think you I, were Cooper Cup and you were going to kick their ass. I should have told him, yeah, and the guy would have put on social media. So I'm sitting next to Cooper Cup. He just called a friend of his who plays for the Steelers and said they were going to win by 75 points and he was going to catch 20 passes. Lay the points. <laughs> take the individual prop bet, Parley. Oh, that's really great. out of shape for in season. Uh, yeah, well, I was sitting there. Again, I was sitting down. I was sitting down, and 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 that's just sitting you know, at pounds. Uh, why, well, yes, when Jason actually. Just, oh, no, 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 I, no. I was no, I, I was wearing very fl- very flattering top and uh, sweatpants. Like a tube top or what? Yeah, yes, a tube top. A, tube a very top. flat. What is this? Nineteen seventy six? Wearing a tube top? What? You look like a hey, tube, tube top. Tube tops man. are back, baby. No, 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 no. Let's go. No, 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 no. I'm, no I'm, don't ever put Jason in a tube top in the same sentence ever again. I wasn't trying to go there. I was diverting tube, it back oh. into the gym. Popular. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm in a two. Hey, everybody. Boy, hey, Cooper Cup has let himself go a little bit. Yeah. I'm just going to get a cheeseburger right now. I'm just going to go have that right now.
I'm Cooper Were Cup. Were you sitting there eating one of those shakes that you sent a picture mm, of? I'm Cooper Cup. No, I think I was drinking a Diet Coke probably. I probably said, yeah, you know, Diet Coke, got to gotta, gotta watch your body. You know, got to gotta watch you. Got to watch everything. Got to be ready to go on Sunday. Steelers going to be tough, man. They were very, very difficult. You tell everybody. You tell everybody. Cooper Cup said that. You tell them Cooper Cup said. You. Send the kids over here. Cooper Cup's got a couple of words for him about you know dedication and fighting back from injuries and adversity. Dude, I bet if I pulled up to your dog park in a Tesla, they'd think I'm Elon Musk. Hey, yes, this is Elon right here. Yeah, just wear that because he always. You know, if you had a bow tie on, because that picture of him is always him in the bow tie tuxedo. I would yeah, never have, have thought, a bow tie on. They would have thought you were Elon Musk. Sure. You can get one from our guy Kenny Rosenthal. There I got go. plenty, and you would have showed. You would have got on your phone and say, "Look, see, I have Twitter on my phone. I'm Elon Musk. It's it. It's on my phone right there. That's who I am right here." You can Look, easily I have done that. You. Yeah. I just suspended your account. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? And you're off Twitter. Sorry about that. Sorry, you got to pay. A, you got to pay a dollar to get back on. How do you feel about that? You okay with that? You're paying a dollar to get back on. Unbelievable! Everybody, no, that's good. Everybody man, knew that's I was a pretty good story on Twitter. Yeah, okay, man, I, like I, was, I was almost Cooper Cup, man. That was kind of fun. That was X, kind of fun. X, Cooper X. Cup, Jason Smith. Okay, yeah, hey, they could be brothers. Yeah, they, they're very, they're very close, right? I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, he says as Cup. he stares at a picture of Cup <laughs> and just kind of laughs because yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, phone number is 877-99 on Fox. Uh, Mike and I do this every week. Not not pretend that we're Cooper Cup. Uh, but we give you our upset you special that. picks. Well, it's true. Give you our upset special picks in the NFL every single week. Mike, why don't you kick us off? We each have two games to talk about. What do you got for us? Let's get it on as we get started here in, well, let's just go to the biggest game of the week. Philadelphia, two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. 
Miami coming in. Prove it grounds for both squads. Philly's still smarting uh, from the loss, and everybody's suddenly uh, having those giant question marks uh, over their heads. You know, he, he, Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy suddenly can't play quarterback. There are some, uh, you know, cracks there. A.J. Brown is, has been chirping a little bit uh, to the point where they went and brought in Julio Jones. Uh, run game hasn't been as effective and efficient the last couple of weeks. We saw DeAndre Swift shut down. Uh, so for Miami, on the other side, it's Mostert, and it's the high-octane duo of Hill and Waddle. Uh, Hill gets himself over the 1,000-yard mark this week as that offense continues to roll. I'm going to go with a team that is good-ish for my first good-ish. pick. Good-ish. Yeah, they're not, they're not good. They're mm-hmm. kind of good-ish. Give me the Falcons getting three over the Bucks. right? Yeah. Okay. I, I like Atlanta a little bit more than other people do. I like Desmond Ritter a little bit more than other people do. Look, Atlanta needs to find their identity. They have a lot of guys on offense they got to spread the ball around to, right? You have two running backs that need the football, including the guy you took in the first round. You have two tight ends who need the football, including John o. Smith, who suddenly has become, wow, look at this guy. Uh, you got a couple of receivers. Drake London starting to get a little bit more involved week after week. Uh, I like them. I, you know, and, and Tampa Bay is a team that looked like they were really good, and suddenly they lose one game to the Lions, and it's Baker Mayfield's not the guy. He's not the answer. We had to look someplace else. It's like they were waiting for a game like this to fall apart. So in, in a situation like this, give me Atlanta, who is trending upward and can start making some noise in that division because it is a bad division. I think they see that, hey, we have a lot of young talent in place. They will spray the football around enough again on Sunday. They win this game 20-17. to 17. I'll take the three points. I'm not going to need them, but I'll take them, Mike Harmon. All John New Smith had to get do was get out of New England, and he rediscovered his form. How about that? Uh, New England taunts me because the, the game's only eight. Uh, Buffalo, an eight-point favorite at New England, but they've uh, stung me multiple times, uh, so I'm not going anywhere near that. I'm going to take the aforementioned Pittsburgh Steelers uh, to return the phone call to Cooper Cup going, ha, <laughs> um, Plus three here at SoFi Stadium. Uh, Tomlin coming out of the bye week. No Friar Muth. T.J. Watt's still a little banged up. That's uh, a little unnerving, but uh, that pass rush is still pretty good. Uh, defense playing Decent football overall. Jalen Warren starting to get more touches. Najee Harris, uh, not the impact player they anticipated. I don't know what Deontay Johnson brings to the mix, but he is one more uh, target for Kenny Pickett to work to. So opportunities uh, to spread the ball around against a Rams secondary that can be had. I'll tell you, man, the, the Steelers are talking about Deontay Johnson coming back like, he's going to save us. He's going to save this offense. Deontay well, Johnson's the guy we're missing. It's like, Well, but here, here's what the, it gets to do, though, is that, you know, you get one of your projected starters, projected leaders, right, um, He along with Pickens, uh, but it's one fewer excuse for Matt Canada to keep his job if it mm. doesn't work now that he's back. My second game, give me the Giants. Plus three over Washington. Look, Terod Taylor getting it done. It doesn't matter if it's Daniel Jones or Terod Taylor. There's an outside chance that Daniel Jones could play. I'm expecting Terod Taylor. This seems like a bit of gamesmanship from Brian Dable to go, hey, going to make you prepare for both quarterbacks. But it seems like what I've been been seeing and hearing, it's going to wind up being Terod Taylor. But it doesn't matter because what this game is going to be, look, it's a gut check game for the Giants. They nearly pulled off the big upset last week. Had they maybe kicked that field goal, 
goal at the end of the first half. The end of that yeah. game is different, and they win the game. But this is a game where the Giants' strengths match up with what Washington has to work on the most, and that is Sam Howell not turned, who's been pretty good. Like Sam Howell's been been good, better than expected. The guy gets hot. He kind of reminds me of Carson Palmer when Carson Palmer was good. I sorry, Carson Wentz when Carson Wentz was good. But the one thing they do. He turns the ball over, and he gets sacked a lot. And the Giants' defensive line is the strength of that team. This is one of those games where the Giants' D-line controls it. Sam Howell gives them the football a couple of times. I still like the under in this one, but give me the Giants, 17-13. Maybe a little bit of Wandale Robinson having a big game offensively or a big-ish game uh, for the Giants, but the Giants' D-line does it. Give me them plus three. I'm not going to need the points. But I'll take them. Yeah, maybe a little bit of help also that there's a lot of chatter in D.C. over that defensive front, maybe trading away one or more parts, Mm. right? Either young or sweat getting dealt away. Maybe that's just enough to where, all right, I advantage Giants, although clock management, uh, I don't think they took your course yet. That's an off-season thing at Terranea. I got them both. They are, yeah, Dable and and Terod Taylor, 25 grand apiece. I don't think uh, Terod Taylor's going to show up. No, he kind of has to. He kind of has to. He kind of has to. I got them both. I got, and then I got. So I got, I got some money coming in already, Mike. I That's like good. the. Word. You got to keep those revenue streams. And open. I, I, I like definitely a Terranea. That's a great place. That's awesome. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Creed. Yes. This is Creed. Creed versus Nickelback. Yes. Now, do the Rangers, uh, one, ban all Cowboys players from games? Dak was there. Uh, and do they get rid of Creed and trade up for Nickelback? No, you can't. You gotta, if you, you're dancing with Creed, you got to dance with Ubrunga. You got to stick with Creed. Okay, I respect that. It's not, it's, it's not Creed's fault that you couldn't close out a 4-2 lead in the ninth inning. You know, It's a fair point. Can't blame Scott Stapp. Not his fault. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from TireRack.com studios. Big day in college football tomorrow, NFL on Sunday. You know where we got to go. We got to go to Vegas. Let's go. Cleveland! (laughs) Long-time friend of the show, former odds maker at Caesars. Check out his Bet the Board podcast. Also, you see him on CBS. It is Todd Furman on Twitter, at Todd Furman. Todd, what's happening, bud? How are you? 
I'm doing well this fine evening, gentlemen. Hopefully you boys are holding up over there just the same. Yeah, because I'm worried about you because I think you, you could wind up losing a lot of money when the Jets win the Super Bowl because all those bets are going to come true now. I mean, look, the team decided to get it all together defensively, put together one of the better halves we saw last week in the second half against Philadelphia, completely clamped down on that offense. But I think one thing we've seen from this Jets defense, even as banged up as they were, they at least are forcing turnovers. And in this day and age, that's what you have to do as an elite defense, create a short field or two, Zach Wilson and company reaping the benefits, and we'll see if they can keep some of this momentum going out of the bye week next Sunday. Since you talked about the defense uh, playing well, Todd, something I've seen you uh, in the world of x and twitter uh and certainly on the bet the board podcast i know you go into it a little deeper but uh the primer based on everybody uh reacting to the plethora of unders last week how much did the market correct I mean, we're seeing some of the lowest totals that we've seen in quite a long time in the league. And we look at the NFL both side and totals, and it is the epitome of an efficient market. So if you see a rash of games coming in under, you're going to see it shorter and shorter numbers to try and see that trend continue. I mean, we saw a number last week close right in that 35 and a half, 36 range between the 49ers and Cleveland. And I don't think anybody would describe that game as a track meet, but it doesn't take that much to go over some of these short totals. So we'll see if there is a little bit of market correction after that 12-2-1 week that we saw last week. But you look at some of the overall offensive numbers, league is averaging 5.2 yards per play this season, the fewest through week six going all the way back to 2006. We've also seen the fewest touchdowns scored coming into this week at 428 excuse me, over the last 13 years. And games average just 36.7 total points per game in week six, the fewest in any week since 2014. So the under trend won't continue, but I'm not here to promise that all all of a sudden we're going to see offensive explosions wow look at you all right now tell me the odds because let, let's get this out of the way before Harmon submarines me with it and you with it after what do you think the odds would be if i told you that at a dog park today a guy mistook me for cooper cup what would the odds be what would the odds be? Uh, i don't think we can put enough zeros uh, <laughs> on the end of that particular predicament it might be the, it might be the same odds as a Syracuse Orangeman winning a college football national championship over the next decade. Oh. Todd, in the decade we've been doing this show, Smith and I, there have been a lot of stories, a lot of little one-offs, he and I, in our day-to-day lives. I don't know that there's ever been a period where myself, Tyshirt, and Frostberg have had that pause to where there's no response as he tried to lay out the fact that the guy might have thought for a moment that he was Cooper Cup. I mean, I think the biggest question you have to ask here is, could that guy see more than two feet in front of his face, Smith, is the realistic question that we have to answer. If he was using a walker or a stick to make sure he didn't bump into any items, it's an instant question of credibility. Hey, I have good hands and I can elocute very well. The guy could have been Cooper Cup for a minute. It's okay. And, hey, and uh, I was sitting down. I was sitting look, down. Oh, was that. Look, we can all live in fantasy worlds and try and allow the world to believe certain things. But, I mean, the reality of it is I'm going to have to question that gentleman's merits. And hopefully he wasn't getting behind the wheel of a car to drive his dog home from that dog park. All right. So, uh, speaking of questioning merits here, we've talked a lot tonight about Penn State, Ohio State tomorrow. How good are these teams really? Their defenses are very good. Offensively, seem to be doing just enough. How do you see this game? 
Metrically, I mean, both teams uh, amongst the best in the country from a points-per-game standpoint and yards per play. But Ohio State, in my opinion, has been a little bit more tested than what we've seen on the Penn State side. But Penn State has done what good teams do. They exceed oddsmakers' expectations, and they've done so for more than a calendar year. You have to go all the way back to last year's game against Michigan to find the last time they came up against it with the point spread in question. But the one thing that I'm concerned about with Penn State offensively going into a venue like this is they haven't shown a knack for making the big play. You look at Nicholas Singleton and Katron Allen both averaging under five yards per carry, a very dynamic tandem in the backfield. They're outside the top 100 in big play rate. And when you play Delaware, West Virginia, Northwestern, Illinois, not exactly a murderer's row of opposing defenses. So we'll see if they can move the football methodically. But on the other side, Ohio State's had a banged up running back room and they're barely inside the top 100 in terms of rushing yards per game, something that we haven't grown accustomed to. So I think this game could start slow with a feeling out process, but we'll see which team decides to abandon the run and think that they can hit a few chunk yardage plays in the passing game, knowing what's at stake in the Big Ten East. Todd, here in Los Angeles, panic, heartbreak, and a lot of anger. A lot of emotions rolling around after USC gets thumped uh, a week ago. Uh, Seven-point favorites at home against Utah. Is Utah's defense good enough to uh, offset the offensive shortcomings, or can that offense actually take advantage of USC too? I don't think Utah's offense is going to do a whole heck of a lot in this game. It's more a question of if USC can get on track offensively. And we've seen some extremely sluggish starts, not just last week in South Bend where they turned the ball over a multitude of times and found themselves behind the eight ball just 30 minutes into the game, but even against the Arizonas of the world, Arizona State, you can't get off to that kind of start against a team that's as offensively challenged as Utah is. If USC puts together a couple good drives early and the Utes have to abandon the ground game, I think that's the perfect blueprint, but you look at the way this game has been bet. The total from 56 down as low as 51.5 says that Utah's defense will be able to hold its own. I don't think the Utes can exploit some of the defensive deficiencies for USC, but there's no doubt this is a real gut check for the Trojans, who while they may have been saddled with a non-conference loss, still control their own destiny in the Pac-12, and Caleb Williams has to put all those boo birds aside and go out there, get back to some of the basics, and clean up the mechanics that really plagued some poor decision-making last week against the Irish. Vegas Insider Todd Furman, our guest here, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. All right, so before we get into specific games in the NFL, you had a bit this week on Twitter. You talked about scoring being down across the NFL. Does that have any kind of effect on you and and when it comes to making lines for over-unders or for whatever bets you're putting out there? Or is this something where it's like, hey, we can't keep banking on the fact that scores are going to be down, points are going to go up eventually. How do you deal with something like that with a trend like that when scores are down for a decent amount of time. You begin to dig into some of the numbers and try and figure out why that might be the case. And there are a couple of theories out there. When you look at some of the defensive penalties, uh, an increase in defensive holding, illegal contact more so than pass interference. So some of those 30- and 40-yard chunk plays become just the five-yard variety. You've seen a deterioration in offensive line play as well. And we know when you look at historical data, anytime a team takes a holding penalty, that is as big a drive killer as you're going to find in the NFL, given how difficult it is to try and recover when 
you get behind the down and distance. But the other thing is, too, I know a lot of people from a fantasy side, you know, start to get a little bit more concerned. Teams are moving the football between the 20s. They're just bogging down in the red zone. So in a PPR league, you're looking for players that can get their volume of catches and yardage because those touchdowns just aren't there at the same high volume. But it it really is a copycat league. And as you continue to try and look at some of these NFL teams and what they're doing defensively, somewhere along the way, these offenses are going to make adjustments and they're going to find a way to turn long drives from threes into sevens. I'm just not quite sure when rubber meets the road. One of the uh, big games of the week. We've got a, a trio that kind of stand on. So we we look at the the Chargers on the road at Kansas City. Herbert with a, a number of misfires this last week in a winnable game against the Cowboys. Kansas City's offense not clicking, but they did bring back Nicole Hardman. So that's going to solve everything. Jets, right, yo. Jets, yo. Yeah, I mean, look, Kansas City, to your point, Harm, offensively has not found a rhythm. We know what Patrick Mahomes can do. We know how dynamic Travis Kelsey is. Uh, but when you look to try and identify some of the other receivers to create more balance, the big plays really haven't been there. But I think what people are sleeping on right now for the Chiefs is how good they've been on the defensive side of the mm-hmm. ball, and it makes them an extremely difficult and dangerous out the deeper we get into the season. Chris Jones has been a massive force along the defensive line, and Charles Omenahu returns from a suspension. He may be on a snap count, but I think he's another player that can get after opposing quarterbacks. And if you're not going to give up more than 20.1 points in a game, it's obviously a recipe for success to win football games. At the same time, the Chargers haven't exactly you know, been scared to go into Arrowhead. They've won there three times in the last you know, seven to ten years. And you look at how close these games have been over the last five meetings, or six, I should say. Only one of them has been decided by six points or more, and that was the Travis Kelsey overtime catch against the Chargers in Los Angeles in a 34-28 decision. So I think the Chargers know their season hangs in the balance, even on a short week. I think they're live underdogs. You just hope that they're going to do a few things to shore up their protection schemes that haven't quite been there the last two weeks without Corey Lindsley. Todd, I know two of the games you spent a lot of time talking about in the Bet the Board podcast, Lions and the Ravens. My Lions, because I picked the Lions to go to the Super Bowl, and Miami and Philadelphia. Let's deal with Lions-Ravens first. This is a huge game. Like, I think people will start believing in the Lions if they win this game. Two really tough defenses. Look, the Lions defense doesn't get the credit uh, it, it, it deserves for, the, for what they've done against the run so far. How do you see this game? I think people should believe in the Lions already, to, to be quite honest. I'm not sure this is necessarily a game where they have to go out there and prove a whole heck of a lot when you look at the landscape of the NFC. It's Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Detroit probably a half tick behind right now, maybe with the Cowboys if they get their you know, stuff together. But you look at Detroit, a difficult travel spot going back on the road for the second straight week. The conditions may be a little bit more difficult to navigate through for Jared Goff than what he dealt with last week in Tampa. And I also think the absence of David Montgomery changes what this team can do to create balance. Jameer Gibbs doesn't give them that same power back that can run between the tackles. I don't think Craig Reynolds does either, should he be available for this game. And Baltimore, you know, you look at what they did last Sunday against the Tennessee Titans, that final score rather misleading. I mean, they drove the ball at will against the Titans, just bogged down in the red zone going one of six. If they turn any of those into touchdowns, you're looking at Baltimore more than a field goal favorite. Uh, But this has been a true battle in the betting market. You see respected opinions on both sides of the equation and a very similar scenario unfolding with Miami and Philly with the Eagles just shy of a field goal favorite at a lot of books. 
Philadelphia should be able to do enough with their defensive line to at least take away some of the explosive big play potential in the ground game. But Miami will hit their big pass plays over the top. No Reed Blankenship in the back end. This Eagles secondary has been a lot more vulnerable this year than they were in the past. And we'll see if Philadelphia offensively can make sure that they show some more consistency because they put together a long time-consuming drive, but they haven't necessarily been you know, as prolific on that side of the ball as they were last year. But it should be a big game for DeAndre Swift because Miami typically goes a little lighter box. I think Philadelphia will be able to take advantage running the football. All right, the last one really quick. Uh, the MVP odds, uh, Jason Smith is now creating a full Heisman-like campaign for Jared Goff. What say you? I think Goff has a little more that he's got to prove out there. Now, he's going to have an excellent chance over the back half of the schedule to really go out there and accumulate stats, but uh, for me, I'm not sure I can make a case for Goff because I think this is as much a Ben Johnson creation as much as anything else. He has been outstanding, getting the most out of some of the Lions personnel. You know, for me, it still runs through Western New York, and I think when you look at what Josh Allen's going to be asked to do for the Buffalo Bills, given how banged up they are on the defensive side, if I was betting into that market right now, now, I know it's not the sexiest pick when you bet a guy with relatively short odds, but I think Josh Allen has all the opportunities in the world to go out there and be MVP this season. You can follow him on Twitter at Todd Furman. That is at Todd Furman. Check out the rest of the Bet the Board podcast. Todd, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you next week. You got it, gentlemen. Have a great weekend. Thanks, right. Todd. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.